Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. Welcome back. We're back in the new year, Kelly. Hey, happy new year, Andrew. It's 2024. Got a mouthful of teeth. Got a mouthful of teeth. That's true. But I'm missing four. Uh, my two front ones and my two front bottom ones. <laughs> just two kidding. Front. My two front my two front teeth. I'm it's just very kidding. funny to just like to be missing two teeth and it only be those two. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes the most sense. Like if you think if you about which teeth you would most likely lose because they're right there front and center. But I guess I was thinking of losing them from disease, not from you oh. know getting getting bopped. Well, that's the difference between you and me. I'm always thinking of when my next fight's going to be in the ring. <laughs> in the ring. Yeah. Kelly and I were talking about our wisdom teeth for like half an hour before we hit record. So yeah. I felt the need to say that she had a mouthful of teeth. Well, it's true. I won't argue with that. Yeah, we both lost our wisdom teeth. Not lost. We. I was going to say mine were. Away. <laughs> I wouldn't say they were lost. I'd say they were choosably removed. Choosably. Yeah. Do you like that word? No. I think it's a real word. I'm going to let's find choosably? out. Choosably. No, that, that's definitely not a real word. It sounds I, very silly. I think I just made that up. Uh, well, it didn't suggest it. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> choosably. Choosable as something that is choosable, choosable yes. but not choosably. Right. Well, if you I've, pronounce the Y like an E, then it's choosable. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in a couple years, we might choosable to see the new Death, Death Stranding movie coming out. <laughs> why? That was really why you a had struggle. Had a blade and choose. I. I'm not really sure why I did That'll that. That'll be our new staple. We'll do that all the time. <laughs> um, a couple weeks ago, uh, right around uh, Christmas. It was a little before Christmas. Yeah, we Christmas. missed a lot. This was December 14th. Wow. That was like almost a full month ago. Um, yeah. Kojima announced in a tweet that he would be working with A24 to uh, work on a Death Stranding movie. Uh, I guess this was actually announced by A24 first, and then Kojima pretty much confirmed it. Um, and here's the blurb if you're interested. The film promises to delve into the mystery surrounding the apocalyptic event called The Death Stranding. That's the name of the game. Which blurred the lines between life and death and brought forth nightmarish creatures into a world on the brink of collapse. So there it is. There you have it. I'm I don't want to say I'm indifferent but I don't think this I don't know how this will translate it's A24 I'm just confused because I feel like A24 is like artsy and I feel like they would have watched like seen cutscenes from Death Stranding and been like oh that was kind of stupid but what do I know I mean I like Death Stranding I like Death Stranding more than most I think but it's kind of dumb I think it's an interesting choice to make into a movie out of all of his uh, stories i would think that metal gear would be more of a movie well i don't think that'd be allowed oh yeah that's right it's not his it's not really a kojima thing is it no um yeah i, mean, I don't know a, i mean oscar I... isaac is playing snake remember what you forget that oscar isaac is playing solid snake 
What are you talking about? Oscar Isaac is playing Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid. He's playing Dr. Frankenstein in the, in the A24 Frankenstein movie, which is now starring Jacob Elordi instead of Andrew Garfield, in case you were curious. Who is... And people are a little bit upset about that because everybody likes Andrew Garfield, but I really like Jacob Elordi, and I think he's going to be a great Frankenstein's monster because he's like six foot five. And he's ugly. Well, Jacob Lordy is not ugly. Let's <laughs> just be clear. Let let me be clear on that. You do that. got weird features that would make him very monsterable, though. No, come on. He's not. I'm not saying Did he's Did you call him monsterable? He's very monsterable. <laughs> monsterable. No, he's not. He doesn't have weird features. He just has very. You're just. His face pops out. Yeah, because he's handsome. He's a handsome guy. I feel like it's that Hollywood thing where most celebrities look a little weird. And that's why we all think, because we're like, oh. Oh, because like they don't look like normal people. He doesn't look like a normal do think, person. Do you think Jacob Elordi is going to be in the Death Stranding movie? Yeah, he's going to play Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll play Margaret Qualley. Yeah, I don't think. Just for clarity, I don't think anybody like I. If it's going to be a prequel, I, it'll probably be all a different cast. I don't think any of those actors will return. Um, be, really? Well, if it's a prequel, it really wouldn't make sense for them to be there. Well, I don't really know the story of Death Stranding, so I don't know. The only person it would make sense to be there is the uh, older woman, but it, mother. Yes, but it wouldn't make sense because she is not actually that age, you know. Because like they right. used her likeness, but she was played by a different actor because she's old. Sorry. Anyway, um, I'll we'll see. It's probably going to be a while, so I'm going to let this stew in the back of my mind. Right. Just like right. uh, somebody who regularly stews in the back of my mind, Steve. Steve stews. Steve. Steve. Steve, Steve Minecraft. Steve stewing. Steve from Minecraft in the live action Minecraft movie that's coming out <laughs> is going to be played by Jack Black. Your use of okay, there's a lot that I have. I have some critiques <laughs> on what the way I said that. So news. you, the, so you used passive voice pretty strongly there. Yeah. The way you said Steve in the live-action Minecraft movie will be played by Jack Black. When you could have used a more active voice by saying Jack Black is going to play Steve in the Minecraft movie. Steve. I also think that it was interesting that you kind of put a question mark at the end, too. <laughs> You were like, Steve in the live-action Minecraft movie is going to be played by Black Jack? Jack Black? <laughs> yeah. I should start every news story I do for the rest of this show. I'm going to have question marks on <laughs> like I'm not certain about the information. Um, yes, I. <clears throat> okay, so the Minecraft movie is going to be stupid, right? We're 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 on board with that. I'm not going to say it's going to be a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. But Jason Momoa will it be stupid? I don't Jack know. Jack Black, and I assume that means Minecraft Steve will be like blocky, and everybody else will be normal. Because Jack Black, I don't know if you know this, uh, he doesn't look like Minecraft Steve. Um, because Minecraft is this Steve, an animated movie? No, it's live action. That's why I just said live action. And you said it like three times while oh, making right. fun of me. You're right. You're right. <laughs> no, it's it's sorry, I don't know how to read. Yeah, or listen. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was Well, that's certainly true. That was really mean. Um, <laughs> it's just confusing to me because uh Jack Black was in the Mario movie and Jack Black is in the Borderlands movie. So is he just like the video game I think guy? He's a gamer. But he's like he's not actually he just like likes the idea. 
And how do you know that? Are you inside of his mansion? No, but he's pretty. Are public you keeping about track that. of his hours on Steam? Like, what's going on? Do you here, remember Andrew? when he made a video game YouTube channel and he didn't play a video game for four years? No, but I remember when he did a collab video with Markiplier. So yeah, that makes him a gamer to me. <laughs> I also don't think that it takes gamer status to be in the Minecraft movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't even think it take, takes gamer status to say that you play Minecraft. I don't even think it takes gamer status to be on this podcast. I, ooh, that felt a little targeted. I'm not going to lie to At you. Who? Uh, me. We're both on this podcast. Right. But you only hear right. what relates to you. You don't. No, I'm saying that the way you said it, you were like, Kelly's not a real gamer. That is not. That's why I was she's saying on we this both podcast. are fake gamers. Oh, well, that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like i just feel like this movie's gonna be so bad yeah, i'm not looking for i mean i'm looking forward to watching it with you in a the theater and just like going like <sighs> are you gonna pay for the ticket no well if i get the popcorn well then we're paying the same amount of money are you just saying it would feel so, less bad for you to pay for popcorn that you enjoy <laughs> than a movie you hate? Yes, exactly. So I don't have to have the stain of purchasing this ticket on my bank account. But I don't think to the be enjoyment that I garner from eating movie theater popcorn with extra butter, quote unquote butter, is worth so it. So I'm me. not going to call you out in front of every audience member, but I think technically every video game movie we've seen. I've bought the tickets for, and then you make up for it with like no. a dinner or popcorn. So no. I think you've kept your record. I bought clean. the tickets. I bought the tickets to Uncharted. Remember, because we had to change oh, plans. But I also technically bought the tickets to Uncharted because we had to remember we were gonna go, but then we didn't. But then we did. Oh wait, you're right. Wow. So I. But I bought dinner that time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you. You financially, we're one hundred percent square. <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out for that. I'm just saying you have kept your hands clean of the tickets every time. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a creature of habit. I guess we've only seen two movies, right? Uncharted and Mario. And then we watched FNAF, but that was at home. Right? Was right. there a third movie we watched? No, because I saw Sonic without you. What movies have and we seen? And we didn't see Gran Turismo based on a true story. <laughs> no, sadly, we missed that one. No, I guess it's only been two, but we'll be back in, I don't know, I'll look it up, next video game movie. Well, because you're not going to watch Sonic 3, are you? Probably Even not. Even Shadow's in it? Well, I have something to say. About what? James Marsden. Oh, have you what? seen the show Jerry Duty? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind then. Why? I was just saying, I started watching it. You Me did? Reed started watching it. Yeah, we're only on like episode three. But I thought the bit where he was like, I'm in the new Sonic movie. And and the other guy's like, oh, I haven't seen it. I heard it was bad. And then he, and then he comes back the next day and he was like, it was actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's also <laughs> That made me laugh. It's funny because he's like, I'm in the Sonic movie. And he's like, oh, I heard that movie sucked. I'm like, whoa. I that's know. He, that was Ronald. He really. Okay, you guys, I'm sorry. Watch Jerry Duty if you can. It's free on freebie. On freebie. ads. It's also yeah, I thought or it was on Amazon. Amazon. Well, Freebie is under Amazon. It, oh, Amazon owns Freebie. See, I, yeah, see, I didn't know that. Um, that. Well, aren't you glad that I'm on this podcast? No. So now you know. No. 
and you knew about the Jacob Elordi thing, thanks to me. So you're welcome. You know what? You're right. I've got a lot of knowledge, just like this next headline, which is all about Wait. the PlayStation 5. Oh, Borderlands comes out August 9th, 2024. So that's the next time we'll be in the theater. Oh, God. You can, you I have a um, I have a uh, I have to wash my hair that day. Sorry. <laughs> You're not washing your hair till August 9th. Is that the one with Kate Blanchett? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's not going to come out anyway. Uh, the next news story. See, I had this really nice transition all lined up, and then you were like, "Wait, right, Kelly, pretend. hold let's on." Pretend. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I have more knowledge all about the PlayStation 5, oh. which has now officially surpassed 50 million in sales. 50 million units. That's nuts. Sold. That's a lot of units. That's so... It's been out not that long. Well, I mean... 2020... Well, 2020, yeah. right? Almost four years? Well, it came out three years ago. And a couple... Oh, Three years right. and a couple months. And some change. Yes. But that's that's a lot. Because, like, the, remember how hard it was to get for the first year? So the fact that it, it yeah. has not just maintained but increased its momentum. Like, imagine what those numbers would be like if anybody could have gotten it when it came out. I got my PS5 in January 2021. Did you? Yep. It was, oh, like a, days, it was a battle. Days into January. Like, it was just a few days into January, right? It was, like, January. It, I think it was, like, around this time. It was, like, January 6th oh. or 7th or 8th. Oh, that's what you were doing on January 6th, 2021? Yeah, I was getting my PlayStation. Uh-huh. Did you did you by chance steal it from any uh nope. major officials' offices? <laughs> no. You heard it here first. Uh Kelly's PlayStation 5 is actually Nancy Pelosi's PlayStation 5 that she took well, from the Capitol. Well. No, it was a really hard one battle. Whoa, you okay. shouldn't say that. We're talking about Jan's. I'm talking about my journey to get a PS5. Your journey to I followed DC. this account on Twitter and it was all about it was like I followed alert. this account on Truth Social. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation Stock Alerts on Truth Social. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he tweeted he was like, Best Buy has them on sale right now. Check it out right now. Or you're not gonna get one. And I was like, Doop. I was on it, dude. I mean that's and it was, I, it was, at that point it was still like thirty seconds tops of of stock. Yeah. I mean, I had to wait in a queue. It was serious. Yeah. And then the moment that I purchased it, I'll never forget. I was like, I couldn't believe that it happened. Because I had tried it like three times before then at different retailers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it said my, I said my order went through. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, my order went through. So then I went to the Best Buy and I picked it up, which is funny because that Best Buy is actually right by my work, my place of work right now. Oh. Not going to dox myself or anything. But uh, yeah, it was, and the guy came out to my car. He had the box because this was 2021, so we were still kind of in the throes of COVID, so I couldn't go inside. And he was like, he was like, "Here you go, ma'am." And I was like, "Oh." And then I I got home, and I set it up, and then I start I played Astro Astro's Playroom, <laughs> and then I played Cyberpunk on it, and I was like, "Oh, that probably oh. felt that was probably hilarious because it's like the most." distinct leap in quality yeah it was certainly an experience i was like wow i didn't know the game could run like this what correctly at all (laughs) i think i got mine like three days late which i'm not complaining about that that's fine 
um, because I didn't pre I had the option to pre-order it and I was like mm, I don't think I want to because there were no games on launch that I wanted mm -hmm. um, which I still think was accurate there really wasn't anything interesting at launch uh, but what about bug snacks I, I could have played that on my PS4 though <laughs> oh <laughs> as well as Miles Morales. The only thing I couldn't was Astro's Playroom. But well. I, do you want to know what happened was like two days before launch, somebody tweeted a video of their, like they had it already, and they were filming themselves pulling the trigger during Astro's Playroom when you're like using the Gatling gun. Gatling gun? Gatling gun? Gatling gun? Gatling. The Gatling right. gun? Gatling gun. And it's like, boo, 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 boo. And the trigger, like, fights back. You know, you all know. It's like, and it Some fights back. haptic feedback. And it feels incredible. And I knew haptic feedback was in there, but I saw, like, he filmed it from the side, so you saw the trigger fighting back against his finger. And I mm -hmm. was like, oh, I need one. And mm -hmm. that was, like, the, the switch flipped for me. And then I was on every website for days because I was unemployed at the time. Um, and it was good because that meant that my entire life was spent uh, refreshing pages over and over and over and over and over. And then eventually um, it went up on Amazon on release day um, and I hit order immediately. And I was very lucky I got one and it came like three days later. And it was funny because I accidentally used my mother's credit card because we share so we can save money on Prime. Um, and then I, I texted her and I said, hey, I just spent. Uh, five hundred and sixty dollars U.S. USD on your credit card. Uh, I will pay you back. I'm too scared to change the payment method. Cause I was like, what if they don't send it to me if I do that? Yeah. So, and then I paid her back. And I shouldn't have bought one. There was nothing interesting on, but I loved. It was so fun. Like the PlayStation Five was very novel, as most launches are. You know. Like, yeah. That's why I'm most excited about the Switch 2 coming this year if it's if it does like I I want a new so a new console to play. It's always so novel. Yes. And it won't Like when did you you got a Switch a year after, right? Cuz it was your birthday yes. in 2018. Yes. <clears throat> There's just something the the Switch specifically was a novelty that'll never be recaptured. Cuz it's like yeah. you pick it up and now it's just on the screen. Yeah. Like that can for sure never be recaptured. But hopefully the Switch yeah. 2 has something interesting that we're all like excited about. Haptic feedback? Oh my god, if the Switch 2 has haptic feedback, I'm going to literally like just wail like a like a donkey on this show. Oh. That's a really um optimistic uh thought. Yeah. I feel like I have completely unrailed us, derailed us. Un on no we just took a little trip down memory lane you know who else is going to be taking a trip down memory lane who? all of us when we revisit metal gear solid 3 and silent hill 2 in the remakes that playstation seemingly has confirmed for 2024 yippee did you like the way i restructured that sentence yippee <laughs> i i literally i changed that sentence as much as i could have the headline of that story right are you... Yeah, you did a great job. No critiques. I got nothing to say. So we didn't talk about... I mean... What? I mean, I do have something to say about the story. Oh, okay. But the way you delivered it, I have no issue with. Thanks. Yeah, you're so welcome. We didn't talk about this in our uh, 2024 preview. 
because they neither of these games had release windows, I personally thought it was safe to assume they were not coming in 2024. But PlayStation released an official 2024 preview uh, <coughs> blog post, I guess you could call it. And included on it was Metal Gear Solid Triangle. That's the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. And Silent Hill 2. So what do you think? Do you think it's going to happen, Kelly? I do. I actually, I I don't know. I think, I, I, I sort of think that Silent Hill 2 is more likely to happen this year. Just because. Announced earlier. I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I guess so. We've got a lot of year left. Yeah, I mean, it, they're months. both remakes, so theoretically it shouldn't be like that much heavy lifting especially yeah especially like especially metal gear solid 3 that appears to be like one to one i don't think that that one should take too much i mean silent hill 2 was announced like how long ago was that holy crap a year and change yeah october 2022 so late 2020 october 2024 would seem pretty prime to me yeah I guess we'll see. I sort of am of a mind that these things that are like, oh, here's a preview of what's coming this year are always subject to change and they just throw stuff in to build hype. Yeah. I only, I, I guess it's only weird to me because it's like so specific to 2024 and they don't include any 2025 titles. But I guess yeah. these games just don't have any window. So who knows? Yeah. Or maybe they asked for like a perspective from the studios, and the studios were like, "Yeah, twenty twenty four, sure, sure." <laughs> I mean, I, it's Konami, so who knows? Yeah. And Bloober makes games fast, but I don't know if maybe they're putting in more quality for this one than they usually do. Not to attack yeah. Bloober. What was the last Bloober game that came out? Layers of Fears. Ugh. They release games a lot. <laughs> Let me. I'm gonna. Layers of fears is such a bad name. That's like a historically bad name. It's one of the but worst. You know names. what? It's also confusing because Layers of Fear is the first game. Yeah, and, and layer, there's already Layers of Fears is a remake of Layers of Fear Two, which is not an old game. This is so stupid. Yeah, because the... I need to get Bluebear on the line and tell them about how stupid this is. Okay, their phone number is four eight one two three five three eight five five five. That's not oh, a joke. So that is genuinely their Polish phone number. I'm dialing as we speak. Kelly's holding up an hello? iPad. <laughs> and then said hello into the iPad. Can you call people from your iPad? Uh, You can do FaceTime calls because mm. it uses data it's, and Wi-Fi. But that has your face on it. Well, you can just do FaceTime audio. Oh, okay. Which is just your voice. I see. Well, yes. Since 2016, Bloober has been on an almost once a year release schedule. Wow. Yeah. Is that all? That's like not developing though. Like some of those are just publishing, right? Nope. They develop them. What? They did Layers <laughs> of Fear, Observer, Layers of Fear Two. So, let, sorry, I should say the dates. I'm just saying names. Layers of Fear was 2016. Observer was 2017. Then there's nothing in 2018, but. In 20, oh, so you lied. But in 2019, they have Layers of Fear 2 and Blair Witch. So they did two in 2019. Oh, God. Um, they did the System Redux of Observer in 2020, Medium in 2021, Break in 2022, and then Layers of Fears 
2023. And then Silent Hill 2 does not have a release date. They did that Blair Witch game, I forgot. Wait, they took the <clears throat> S off Layers of Fears. What? What does it mean? What does it mean? Did they really do that? They did that. What the frick? That's even more confusing. So that means Layers of Fears changed name to Layers of Fear and is a remake of Layers of Fear 2. Maybe it's just both games put together in one big thing? No, it's a remake of 2. That's like the, that oh. was the thing. Did you play that game? No. I played the first one. It's kind of boring. It's a fun game to play in a group. It's like... It's silly. It's not scary. It's not. Um, You know that one scene where the little girl runs into the wall? Into the wall? (laughs) There's... Well, never mind. You can spoil it. I was going to bring up a content creator, but I've already talked about Jacob Alordi this episode, and I don't want to derail us further. Jacob Alordi made a Layers of Fear video? No, no, no. I'm just saying I don't want to like bring up a, an, outside, a th- an outside person. Can you? Now I'm confused and I feel like everybody else is going to... Do you know Do you know the streamer? His name is Jerma. No. All right, never mind. Then. But you can still say it. Did he play Layers of Fear? Well, it was it's, it's more funny if you know who he is, but he uh, streamed this game and the part where the little girl ran into the wall, he just kept going and she just kept running into the wall. And like, <laughs> it was very funny. Especially because it was him, but it you kind of have to know him to to really get it. Great stuff. I al- I highly recommend Jerma. He's there's so much lore. I mean, it's crazy. Um, can I call myself stupid and give you a high five and call you smart? Yeah. Why? Layers of Fear 2023, which used to be called Layers of Fears, is a remake of Layers of Fear Two and Layers of Fear One as well as the Layers of Fear Inheritance DLC. Ah, I see, I see. Okay. Well. But it's not called Layers of Fears anymore. That's probably for the best. But is it? Because I thought now, that was only the best one part layer about of it. Fear. No. The best part about it is that video that I was just telling you about. Go watch the Jerma like video of a girl running into the wall a thousand times. Wow. He should pay us for this. I don't think that we're going to get him any money. Like, I don't think us, any influx we provide him is not going to make him any money. He's not going to make money off us. Maybe I just want an excuse to meet him. Maybe he should just pay us just because. Yeah, I think so. You know who's not getting paid? Um, Sorry, I thought you were going to. I thought you were just going (laughs) to keep going. I didn't realize you were waiting for me. I actually don't really know. This was not really a great transition. Um, uh, Rockstar, you know the company, they originally had uh, eight planned expansions for GTA V. The game, the the campaign, the story. Um, But they scrapped them all to work on GTA Online. GTA Online. (sighs) This was a leak. Uh, Also, that a potential Bully 2 game was canceled. (laughs) I'm hopeful based on the information is that Bully 2 was shelved versus these. Because it's not 100% Like the DLC is dead. But Bully 2, it's not 100% clear. So I'm just going to be optimistic and hope that it was shelved and not canceled. I appreciate your optimism. But let's be realistic here. Yeah. That's a lot of DLC she, to cancel. 
Yeah. That's a lot. It is. And just just to make it, a little bit of money off online. Well, I think it's more than a little bit. Oh, well, I guess what I should say is they should have just hired more people so they could do the iterative changes to online and keep making DLC. Yeah. I would agree with that. I feel like Rockstar as a company just like notoriously makes bad decisions all the time, so but they make millions and millions and billions of dollars, so it doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want, really. Can I be controversial? If you think about it. Controversial. Yeah. I started Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like it. Right. I like driving around and being silly and like getting my getting my star ranking up and doing bad things. I do not. The story missions I find incredibly unfun. Not incredible. They're just boring. They're just like too restrictive for me. It's like driving this line. I'm like, oh, isn't the whole point that I can kind of do what I want? And they're like, no. And I know that's mm-hmm. Rockstar's whole like shtick. And that was very much the case in Red Dead 2, which I did like. But Red Dead 2, it almost felt like, well, I liked that story. So that made all the difference, I guess. Yeah, Red Dead 2 just felt so intentional. Like, it felt like they had a story that they were trying to tell. And that was the most important thing about the game. It almost felt like the open world was the, like, unnecessary part. Yeah, and... And I know people say it's a slow game, and it is. It's very slow, and it's clunky. But there's something about the story of that game is so good. It really it really drives everything else, and it makes you feel like you're playing something bigger than what it is. Yeah. Whereas I agree, like, GTA it just doesn't feel like that. It's like, what story are we telling? I guess it's just kind of like being, like, Sa- It's a satire. It's so it's like, yeah, and it's like, it's it's funny, and it's... But it's never to the point where I'm like, wow, I'm so invested. Yeah, because, you know, the funny like in Red Dead, I was super invested in those characters and stories. So the, the the missions that could be a little boring between I was still invested in. But in Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, I'm not laughing enough at these cutscenes to care to do the story, like to do the gameplay. Right. <clears throat> so I probably will not be playing anymore. Sorry. I'm still interested in GTA 6 because I think they probably learned a lot from Red Dead 2 and I think it'll hopefully fall somewhere more in the middle. Like the open world is super silly, but maybe the story is less so, you know? Yeah. That's what I, not to jump back to the GTA 6 trailer because we've talked about it plenty, but like in my brain, what that trailer taught me is you can play around and be silly as much as you want but it looks like the main story is not going to be very silly. And that sounds kind of great to me. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm also excited to play as a female character. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm like... I mean, Grand Theft Auto doesn't have the best history with, like, respect of women. It's not like it's the most overtly negative, but it's not very positive. And, like, even Red Dead 2, which I would say is a very nuanced and well-written story, is a very... It's men, you know? It's almost exclusive. There's there's a couple women and they're well written and well acted, but like, it's it's a story about men ultimately. Um. Yeah, man, men. I wish it's not that you slammed on the table. It was the camera like flailing <laughs> while you did it. Do you agree with what I like? How I'm because like Grand Theft Auto is obviously there's a lot of like stripping and prostitution and that kind of stuff and there's a lot there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of masculinity it's a it's a it's not a story that 
but it's hard because I feel like maybe when Grand Theft Auto V was written, and I do feel like the writers, like I said, it's a satire, so I feel like there's intentional writing in Grand Theft Auto V too, but the writing is sort of an afterthought. It's more just a vehicle for you to be able to do crazy stuff. I feel like the writing of that time was not necessarily, you know, anti I just feel like it was sort of bare bones. Like there are female characters, but it's like what it's like Michael's horrible wife and and um, Franklin's mother or aunt. Yeah. It's like th- these not, characters aren't they're important. Not they're not. They're like caricatures. Yeah, they just exist in the story as as whatever. So it's like it's it is what it is. Like they're trying to tell a story, but these stories are very like. Yeah, man, we got to do this, this, and this. It's like these are stories that typically only go to male characters, and these male characters do these male things. Kind of the same as Red Dead Redemption. You don't see a lot of stories like what Arthur does for a female character. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not something that exists. So that's why I think it's exciting. And I don't necessarily think that these are stories that are anti-feminist like in any way. I just think that they're sort of... They don't really think about it. It's a new approach that we haven't had the luxury of seeing yet, you know? Yeah, and I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be, like, the next Bell Hooks or whatever. But I, I just feel like having a female character and putting her in that world with those stories will add something new and different and maybe something a little bit deeper to Grand Theft Auto. Which maybe is not what some players want. Some players probably just want... You know, we want crazy stuff to happen on screen. But to me, it seems like they're going to be able to strike a medium, a happy medium between players who want deeper stories and players who want to see the crazy stuff. <clears throat> so here's what I'll say. because And this is we're just this is going way deeper now. And this is crazy because we were talking about GTA leaks. But I do think that the representation of women is like. It's it's bad in video games. Um, and I, I've you know. This is not news. This is not something shocking. I don't think either of us are surprised to hear that. Um, But like a little bit of behind the scenes, and I didn't even talk to you about this, Kelly, but a little bit of behind the scenes for how difficult it can be. I was making the thumbnails for, um, because, you know, we recorded our game of the year and our 2024 preview episodes in one sitting, um, which meant when I edited the following day, I uh, made all three thumbnails at once. And while I was making them, because those thumbnails just consisted of uh, like a litany of video game characters from our Game of the Year candidates, as well as from upcoming games, I made it and I looked at it and I said, that's all men. And I had to step back and be like, and that wasn't me like excluding women. That was just because I looked up, like I just pulled up the main character from all of our Game of the Year candidates and it was almost exclusively men, you know? And I think the only real exception was that for Baldur's Gate 3, I use Astarian. And that game does have good representation, but, you know, for SEO purposes, Astarian is the face of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, but just, it's that's just something that I had to, like, step back and think, okay, what do I, like, do I change things here? And for me, GTA 6 is going to be the biggest game. It might be the biggest game of this decade, you know? Like, I know it's only, it's 2024 now, that game's coming out in 2025. I know it seems bold to assume that, but come on. GTA 5, or 6, sorry, will probably be the biggest game of the 2020s. Um, If not top, it'll be top 5, for sure. 
So having a woman as the main character, and I know there's two main characters, but you know, she was the one that was in the first trailer. I presume she at least has a little more weight. Um, that's a big deal. I think it is a big deal. And I hope that, I mean, Rockstar clearly knows what they're doing. It was, it's not an accident that they made. They're not like, oops, woman, like it's on purpose. So I think it's a big, it is, it is a big thing and I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, um, just to sort of put a pin in it, I think that, uh, representation has gotten a lot better and I think we don't realize it in the moment because we just play these games and we think about them when we play them and then that's it. But I think that if you even look back at the time that uh, GTA five came out, which was like what back in 2012, 2013, it was very different place in the world. And I think that even like going from, okay, GTA five to red dead, I think the, I think the women in red dead redemption are written really, really well. Um, And I think they're all given, um, I think the only downside is that you kind of have to dig a little bit deeper to get to those stories because you play as Arthur, who is a man. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of interesting things in in that game in terms of like female characters and not even just like the female characters that live in the camp with you, but like, like the women that you encounter throughout the story and the side stories um, and how Arthur can sort of interact with them. Um, and I think even from then, like in 2018, I just think about how um, different of an environment it is. And like with Baldur's Gate, it's it's very interesting. Um, like all the, the female characters in Baldur's Gate are physically a lot stronger than the male characters, which is kind of funny. Like if you look yeah. at their strength stats, it's it's kind of crazy. But um, anyway, Gen- that's kind of a, like nothing in that game. It's just it's they are who they yeah. are. And I think that that game's success and popularity is a good sign for, um, you know, future endeavors in in sort of closing that disparity a little bit. So Yeah, because I, I'm sure some people are sitting here being like, oh, Baldur's Gate 3 is like liberal propaganda. But like, obviously, I have a circle that leans that way. But like, like think of like Starfield. I see some of the negativity around Starfield from right-leaning sources, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, we we use Twitter, and no matter how you like to frame it, Twitter is a right-leaning platform. No matter what you do, it will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see that for Baldur's Gate 3. So I think maybe when it becomes so, like, organically written, even people who don't like that kind of stuff don't really notice. Or maybe they just don't yeah. it entirely. Who knows? And my and the honest truth is that people who engage with media and games in that way, they're not. I, you can't take them seriously. No, it's a stupid like you, way to. You can't. There's no. You're not engaging with the content. You're not. You're not getting anything out of it. You're just spouting what you see on social media and and you know hoping that someone raises to meet your argument. Well, it's like yelling at the clouds. It's they're sitting here and they're like, I will not engage with this content for political reasons. And I'm like, and and that's different from like boycotting because of labor conditions or something. It's because of them being petty about representation. There's a big difference between doing something like that. And well, I guess in a sense, it's no different if you're like, oh, I'm not going to play this game because you can pick pronouns at the beginning. 
that's not that different from saying that people are playing games for liberal reasons. Oh, you play Baldur's Gate 3 because it's like liberal agenda. I'm like, no, that's the I would never play a game for a liberal agenda. That's silly. Ga I, I'm going to play a game because it's a good game, you know? Like, yeah, I love games, but a lot of them are male fantasy, slightly right-leaning products, you know? And that's just how it is, you know? And it's getting mm -hmm. way better, you know? Look at, I don't know, uh, like Uncharted 1 versus Last of Us 2. Like, compare the representation in Rocks, or sorry, in Naughty Dog, like how, what progresses and stuff. And I think that's an important yeah. thing to consider. <clears throat> and I think, uh, I'm just going to do one more tangent. Is that okay? This is like all yeah. tangent. Because uh, like for me, one bit of representation that I am very hyper-focused on um, is for gay men. Um, because I'm I'm a bisexual man, so I, you know, like to see representation. There is a lot of representation of queer men in like RPGs games like Baldur's Gate games like uh, Dragon Age right um, where you have choice they will put in characters that can have gay relationships you know like when I play Mass Effect it's like oh Kaiden is is it Kaiden or Kaiden? Kaiden, Kaiden is gay <laughs> but I'm like but in my when I'm playing these games I don't view these characters as representation so much as just options you know the yeah. only character that I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, that dude's gay is like a starian. And even he even he is <laughs> he's still bisexual, but like there's clearly a, a queer leaning in that character. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um Yes. Of course. But uh, that's the that's one of those groups that I'm like cuz there there's a lot of uh lesbian representation in video games now. Maybe not a lot, but like think about the two biggest Sony properties right now are Horizon and Last of Us. And they're mm -hmm. both lesbians you know they are both lesbians. Mm -hmm. games are lesbians no the the those leads the lesbians. leads of those games ellie and aloy are both lesbians um granted there's a conversation to be had about them being like femme presenting lesbians versus not having any mask presenting lesbians there's a lot of conversations to had i guess i'm just like very lightly complaining that there's no gay men in video games like the only one that pops in my head in psych is psychonauts 2 has a gay um gay man couple a gay couple of men. Just a couple of guys who are gay. <laughs> and also are together. Um, I'm trying to think. It's very uncommon for like played. exclusively gay characters, you know? Because like there's a yeah. lot of bisexual men in those RPGs. A lot. There's a there's a really, really wonderful exclusively gay character in Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. I didn't know that. So like if you're a woman, you can't romance him. <laughs> See yes. that's and that's I didn't know that, but like that's the other thing is like it's it's a very sh it's a short list, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like I had to think to think about exactly. That. And the Psychonauts one only stuck out stuck out in my brain because like there's a wedding scene in the game that's very touching. But like I probably would have forgotten if there wasn't that because they're side characters. Yeah. It's not like you will never forget Ellie in Last of Us Two or One. I even because it's like. She's in a romantic relationship for a 30-hour game, you know? Yeah. So it's there's uh, there's also a character in um, Baldur's Gate 3 named Sauce Man Chorizo. He's a chef, and he's gay. He has a husband. His name is Sauce Man <laughs> Chorizo? Well, yeah, he's a chef, so that's his name. That feels like chef racism. <laughs> 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 like, we're going to name... He's a chef. What do we name him? Uh, Sauce, Sauce Man, Sauce Man. Um, What's a food? Chorizo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sauce Man Chorizo. 
Well, he's gay. Okay. So, and happily married. Okay. Anyway. I'm just not trying to derail you. I just wanted to. Yeah, you cannot derail me. We are talking about gay men and video games on the back of the GTA 5 canceled expansions. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, can we just, uh, I'm just going to move on. No transition. Yeah. Because we've been talking for like 15 minutes about something unrelated. You know what? Right. It was fun. I think it was a very valuable conversation we just had. I agree. Um, and if you don't like it, I'm sorry. What? But that was important to me. I was going to say, I feel like knowing our, I feel like I'd be pretty surprised if an, a member of our audience was like, yuck. Well, we know one friend of the show is, um incredibly homophobic so i feel like we should it's a good bit but also like i'm not gonna name anybody because <laughs> no of course not it's public but 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 there's you, a friend of the but, show who's not only incredibly homophobic but also super misogynistic yeah. and he knows exactly who he is what i'm talking right you know now who you are <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding it's a joke okay what's the next news story andrew uh this one's not so fun but uh playstation studio insomniac actually fell victim to some leaks uh, over our holiday break. There was lots of things that leaked. Footage from Wolverine, as well as a, the game release schedule that they have for the rest of the decade. We're not going to go into the specifics of what they announced because it's pretty unreasonable how these things leaked. And, you know, if you didn't hear about it, keep it that way. Because, you know, it spoils a bunch of new games that we didn't know existed. Um, you probably could have, like, deduced it, but... Um, like I said, it literally has their schedule between now and 2029, and it'll probably change as well, um, as well as, worst of all, a bunch of employee information. So the information, the, the private information of a bunch of people who work at Insomniac leaked. I, the only thing I, so I saw the release schedule by accident, and then uh, some Wolverine footage came across my feed that I looked past quickly, um, partially because like I don't like looking at leaked beta footage because I'm like, this does, this is not a game yet. Like, it's like the GTA 6 stuff when it leaked. It was like, this is not even a game. Like, why am I looking at this? Um, but it's very sad. It's it's Leaks like this are really unreasonable. It's one thing when, like, a little bit of information leaks. Like, oops, we accidentally posted this thing. But, like, there is employee information in here. This is not cool. And the fact that this group it held it hostage for, like, $2 million. And then I guess Insomniac or Sony didn't pay, which, like, I get that as well. But the fact that employee information got out to the public is just not cool. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can say. It is very unfortunate. I guess it's just one of those things that's like, I just hope that everyone who's been affected is able to find some sort of peace. I don't really know. I just feel bad. Like people were in in bad in bad spots because of this. I don't know. Yeah, all I'll say, and this is, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but like Insomniac is one of the few big studios that's been layoff free i hope that after this suffering that they're going through that it stays that way but we'll we'll see hopefully 2024 in general is much more layoff free <clears throat> yeah i would hope so feels like it's been bad for a while now and yeah um and our last bit of news is also maybe not so great for fans of the last of us and fans of multiplayer games um, but that Last of Us multiplayer game that was kind of supposed to be happening has officially been canceled by Naughty Dog. Um, you know, ouch. I think we I think we talked about this and pretty much said to each other like, 
this game is not happening. Yeah, I don't think we said it on air, but we definitely said after the the all those contracts got cut short a few months ago. I know they weren't technically layoffs, but after they cut off all those contractors, it was like, hmm. Yeah, something was afoot. And that something was a cancellation. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, man. I can't say. I feel like the desire for this online game was not really there. It lost steam. I feel like if it came out a while ago, like if it came out, maybe maybe if it came out this year, we'll say that. Like, as in 2023, it's 2024 now. If it came out this past year, I think it could have been something. Um, you know, riding off Last of Us 2, ending its life in a sense. You know, there, there could have been something here, but they just missed the train. They missed the boat. They missed the taxi. <laughs> they missed the um, uh, rickshaw. They missed the zip line. They missed. They missed the hot air balloon. They missed the blimp. They missed the water skis. That's a you win. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining Neil Druckmann on a water ski now for some reason. I'm imagining him drowning. Whoa! Why? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know what came that over me. We like. I don't hate Neil Druckmann. Um. I don't like him. I don't love him. I'm neutral. But I don't. He's good at making you games. Know, I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I don't know. I was going to say, I don't want him to drown just because I. I'm not his like best friend. Yeah. Right. Well, that makes one of us. You just hate lesbians, don't you? And he made those. No. He invented lesbians. That's what the gamers taught me. I don't hate lesbians. Mm. Are you mad that he invented them, though? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so the thing, okay. Stepping back and looking at this more big picture, this is not good news for PlayStation's live service push. Because I would say this was their biggest one. Oh, well, I, I'll be fair. I guess uh, Bungie's new game, Marathon, is probably going to be a bigger push. I'm not interested, but it'll probably be a bigger push than this would have been. But, like, this was a big deal. They had 12 live service games lined up. We know, as we spoke in the last news episode, that they delayed half of them. And now they have one less. At least one less that we know of. I'm not... This is not looking good for their live service push. Sony's. Yeah. Not Naughty Dog specifically. Yeah. I think maybe critical reception to that live service... Uh showcase last summer was really bad and my only hope from this is that other playstation studios like uh sucker punch or like insomniac weren't getting pushed towards live service yet and that sony was like well let's see how naughty dog does let's see how our big hitter does and that because this failed those studios will remain on what they were doing because the the idea of every major playstation studio losing i mean years of work is just not fun yeah. to think about like i hope that sucker punch is getting ready to give us their new game not sitting here being like okay we just threw three years of work away on our ghost of tsushima live service game 
Yeah, I'm not laughing at people losing work. I'm laughing at the the thought of a Ghost of Tsushima live service game. Hey, they released that multiplayer DLC, but I don't know if that I don't think that counts. I'm gonna say it doesn't. Yeah, live service implies it's alive. You know what's really fun about Ghost of Tsushima? When you go with your sword. I was gonna say that it's a single player game that you can play offline. Oh yeah, I like that too. I guess the, <laughs> I mean, in a sense, we say the same thing. Because I was referencing going swish, 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 but like as a single player. Right. I also like when you play the pan flute and the little cats show up. I like uh, the fox that you can chase around. And they almost look like little bears. They're so cute. They look like cookie. (gasps) Speaking of cookies, I ate a bunch of Christmas cookies and played uh, uh, some video games. Should I? Tell me about the cookies you ate. So my mom I don't care makes about the giant game. platters of cookies, like a, a hundred different types over the whole course of December and then freezes all of them. So I got to make <sighs> a giant platter that I took home and I, I took way too many, like way wow. too many. Wow. And then I got food poisoning. Uh, unrelated Oops. to the cookies. Unrelated to the cookies, <laughs> I promise. But why I said that is because uh, a, like... I was busy with the holiday, and then I got very sick with food poisoning, and then I got, like, a cold right after that. So I've been kind of reeling physically with that kind of stuff. So my gaming time has not been great, and I apologize. I feel like usually, like, specifically I am, I'm, a silly, I'm a silly guy, so when I come back from these holiday breaks we do, I'm like, I played 12 games while we were on break. Um, I didn't do that. I did not finish. I finished a single game between then and now. Um. Oh. Well, I played Baldur's Gate 3, but I didn't play enough more to talk about it, so I'll let that one lie. It's going well, though. Um, I only play that game when I'm like, okay, I'm going to play three hours. Like, if I have a little bit of time, I'm like, no, not touching it. Yeah, you kind of need to invest. Yeah, so. You need to get in from the ground floor. Right, and I'm in Act 2 now, so I'm in on the ground floor in the sense that I'm deep underground. Well, I don't know if it's underground, it's just very dark. It is not underground. Oh, okay, it's just very dark in the Moonrise Tower area. Um, what else have you been playing? I played semi-new release, Armored Core 6, from Soft's new game, Mech Action, Fires of Rubicon. It's a subtitle. Um, if you've played a Souls game, uh, this game will um, not be familiar to you because they're very unrelated. But it is made by FromSoft, and there's a little bit of DNA in there that I noticed. But it, for the most part, it's mostly an entirely new game. It's very mission-based. There's no open world or anything. You're just playing mission after mission after mission. You're a big old mech. You have shooty bits. You have uh, one little melee bit if you want it. You have missiles. You have laser weapons. You have thrusters so you can fly around a bit. I played as a four-legged mech because um, you can customize everything. You can customize your head, your arms, your body, your legs. Um, and I put on this little like spider four legged legs on him and I was <laughs> four legged legs. <laughs> I didn't, that was not good. <laughs> um, but it's exciting cause if you tap X, the jump button while you're in the air, you start floating and it doesn't use very much of your thrust. And I'm like, cool. So I like that a lot. Um, but it's really fun. The missions are quite easy, but very fun to get through qu- quickly. I don't think I, I did not die on a single regular mission. Uh, but the bosses, that's where the FromSoft DNA comes in because it, uh, they're, they're brutal. The first boss was exceptionally difficult, and I was like, am I not able to play this game? But I kept my head down. I learned. I tried a different, a few different setups. 
Um, the game very much encourages you to try new things. If you like buy some guns for your mech or buy pieces and you don't like them, you can sell them back for the same price you paid, which means you can be like, okay, I'm just going to try something completely different instead. Um, and if you like fail on a boss, you can change your loadout from that checkpoint. You don't have to restart the mission just to change what guns you have. So the first boss I was doing terribly on, and then I like completely changed my loadout, and then all of a sudden everything kind of switched. And I was like, oh, I was just doing this, like I was approaching this all wrong. Um, and by like the halfway point, I found a setup I really liked, and I only changed a few minor, minor things at that point. Um, but I really liked it. There were like four or five major bosses that did, uh, did trip me up a bit. Um, there was one particularly difficult one. It's a five-chapter game. At the end of chapter four was the most difficult boss. Um, the final boss was actually quite easy, but hey, what do I know? Oh. Oh. I also, oh. you can play this game, like, to get the true ending, you have to finish New Game Plus Plus. And I was like, mm, I loved it. That's a lot. But, like, it was it was 11 energy. hours long, and I was like, I don't want to play another, like, 11. Because the story parts are quite boring. It's just people talking over blank screens, basically. There's a few cutscenes, mm. but most of it is just people talking with, like, weird gaps. Like, they'll be like, They'll be like, 621, I need you to go down to the surface and take care of this mission for me. And I'm like... <laughs> they forgot. Like, they forgot what they were there's saying. There's so many long pauses. And I'm like, and there's you can't skip lines. So it's like, I either skip the whole scene or I just sit there and enjoy all of the Ray Chase pauses. Um, Ray Chase, the voice actor's in this. He's really good. I like him. He do be pausing. He do, he do, I don't think he pause. I think the game say like, slow down, Ray. They don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, but I, the gameplay itself is very fun, very frenetic and fast. It's very stunning to look at as well. Uh, but like I said, that that chapter four boss was super challenging. Very, it, it had a lot of Souls DNA, big sword swinging, all this crazy stuff. It was definitely the highlight of the entire game. And it was funny because I was I was suffering with it for like an hour straight. And then friend of the show Cameron was online on PlayStation, so I started sharing my screen with him so he could watch. And he was just sitting there like, "This is." this is bad. He's like, this is brutal. <laughs> and just laughing at me. Cause like the one attempt I got, cause it's a two phase fight. I got the, I mean, you've played souls, you know, I got the boss down to a sliver and died. Oh God. And I was like, Oh my. And like, I stayed calm and he was like, no. And I was like, bro, I've been through it. You've been through it. But it was very satisfying to play. I very highly <laughs> recommend it. It'll probably, Go on say I don't know, from soft games are like sale proof. They usually stay really expensive. But I think maybe because it's um not a souls like it'll drop. We'll see. I don't know. But I I do recommend it. It was a lot of fun. And if you're the type that wants to get into crazy customization, there's a lot to do. Like a lot, a lot to do. It were any of the robots Robots. Robots robots. They were not sexy. Were any of the robots kind of handsome? No. What if you squinted and like tilted your head a little bit? Well, no. Well, you can make them like you like like super thin robot men, right? Well, that's kind of crazy that you just said that. Right. But if I did, then would that be an option for me? Uh, here, let me. I'll <laughs> I'll link you some stuff. Okay, great. Well, I looked Thanks. up Armored Core Six sexy robot. Oh. Um, and I'm sending you the link. It and. Oh. Well, it's not like Rule 34. It's just you can click it now. I don't think that this game's going to entice anybody who's like looking for that. 
if that's okay with you. Where did you send the link? I just put it in the in the in the sheet. Oh, in the sheet. Right. So not going to entice me. Well, what do you do you think the robot is sexy? Uh, we can make this work. Okay. I did send a second one that you should click on. Oh. Where? Uh, it's I just replaced the link. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, you can paint your robot in Armor Core 6, and somebody just painted a buttocks onto the butt. A buttocks. <laughs> what a beautiful little buttocks. It is pretty little. <laughs> it's like kind of Hank Hill. <laughs> but a little bit. On this giant robot. No, the, <laughs> the robots are not sexy in this game. Well, that's true. To some. Did you play anything besides what you usually play, Kelly? No, I finished, well, I finished Phantom Liberty. Did I tell you guys that? No, no I guess because we haven't recorded since before I finished it. Well, I finished Phantom Liberty. I cried a little bit. It was that serious. <laughs> um, I loved the ending of that expansion. I felt very strongly about the story of that expansion it made me feel similarly to how i felt when i played red dead 2 like mm. i just felt like the story was really 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 good um i don't want to get too spoilery so i'm not going to say anything but i highly recommend if you've seen one ending to go online and look at the others because i think there's a lot of context that you can miss in certain endings and a lot of flavor that you miss if you're not if you don't at least watch a little bit of all of them so just my thoughts. Yeah, I... So I did finish that. Because there's four endings, right? Yes. There's two critical yeah. paths, and at the end of both critical paths, there's two choices. Yes, that's correct. Because I went down one critical path, picked an ending, was very satisfied with it, and then was like, oh, well, I'll just hop back in and pick the other ending. Because it's like basically just like, pick your cutscene. Like, there's not a lot of cut context after that. Um, and mm -hmm. I hated the second one. <laughs> I was like, I'm real glad I didn't pick that, because that sucked. Um, we could discuss that yeah. off air, though, because spoilers. But I'm glad I picked the one I did the first go. Yeah, me too. I actually ended up really liking my ending after the fact, after I saw the other ones. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's funny. <laughs> I think I'm pleased with mine. We'll have to. But it's hard because none of the endings are happy. They're all. Unhappy. None of them are, like, perfect, you know, so you kind of have to pick. What about the one where you kiss Idris Elba on the face? Where did you unlock that one? And can you tell me exactly how and where and how and when and any special steps that I have to take and any money that I might have to spend? Cyberpunkmod.com backslash backslash um, smooch read Solomon. You know, back in the early days when Cyberpunk was Young. um younger. There were certain mods that would replace the joy toys, which were the um, paid sex workers in the game. They would replace their models with uh, Johnny Silverhand, who was uh, Keanu Reeves. So it would be like a first, an immersive first person Keanu Reeves um, experience. But those mods were removed because Keanu Reeves is a real person. And for legal purposes, they can't do that. Yeah. 
But when they told him about it, he was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's, that's real. That's pretty cool. I know. It was that, he was that such cadence. an old man about it. I hope it. that that was the exact cadence when, when uh, CDPR was like, hey, we got bad news. He was like, what? Yeah. Well, they didn't tell him about it. An interviewer told him about it. That's really funny. They were like, you know, people like made a mod of your character in Cyberpunk to like bang him. And he was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's so funny. What a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a little bit of history for you guys. Uh, I never downloaded those mods because uh-huh. that would not that would not be good. Uh-huh. That would be bad. Uh-huh. So I never did that. Uh-huh. I actually only played Cyberpunk on my PC for a little while because I felt like it was starting to melt my PC. So I stopped. <laughs> Um, so we, I thought this was going to be a, a speedy episode and then we talked about like really big stuff halfway through that episode. Yeah. That you know, sometimes, the sometimes with these episodes that seem like they're going to be shorter, it's kind of like, you know, we end up talking a little bit more about other stuff. So they end up being longer anyway. Well, the audience has had so. long episodes, but like we've been off for weeks. This is our, we're rejuvenated. We were excited. We got a mouthful yeah, of teeth. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're really bringing it back around. Yeah, I mean, I had a great time. I've got some Applebee's waiting for me, so. The the ap- Applebee's? Yeah, I have, the light in my room looks weird. I have Factor waiting downstairs. This episode oh. is not brought to you by Factor. I wish it was. I wish it was, and they would send me some meals. I could. I already gave you. Didn't I give you a free box? Yeah, I have to activate it. I'm sorry. You better freaking Please hurry. It expires me. never. Please don't yell at me. I just did. I, You guys, I've also been playing um, Three Houses again. Can oh you believe God. it? <laughs> well, I started a Golden Deer run like a year ago, and I never finished it, so I want to finish yeah, it. You did when we did, but I'm kind of overwhelmed. Like, did, you did it when we did that second anniversary thing where we talked about it on its second anniversary, right? Yeah, I'm kind of overwhelmed, though, because I have a lot of characters. Like, I have a bunch of the Blue Lions and the Black Eagles. And it's, like, too many units. We need Persona 3 to come out, for your sake. (laughs) (laughs) Less than a month. Why are you thumbs down? I'm being thumbs down in our Google Meet. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Happy 2024. We're so excited that you're still here with us in this brand spanking new year. Um, I hope you have a great day, a great week, a great month. We will see you next week, same time, same place. Bye.